Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello all and welcome to the Shall We Read a Poem. I'm Russ. I'm Lauren. Hey, there we go. That's some vibrato. If by vibrato you mean it sounds like I'm walking in a wet shoe, sure. (laughs) So the temperature here today... And yes, I'm going to talk about the weather because there is one funny bit associated with it. It's 22 degrees Celsius, which is like 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Huh, it's one degree warmer than it was here today in Fahrenheit. And I was was walking along the subway platform and passed by three teenagers who were clearly fresh off of school and having a good time. And one of them goes, man, why is it so fucking hot today? They were all three wearing t-shirts and shorts. (laughs) Is it possible for the weather to gaslight an entire population? I mean, most people aren't. Most people aren't from Texas there. (laughs) Most people aren't from Texas there. (laughs) Vancouver, British Columbia. Not full of Texans. There's a surprising amount of Dallas Cowboy hats. And just today, I saw a woman wearing a, a don't mess with Texas shirt. It sounds like maybe some of this is ironic. It's fucking weird is what it is. It does sound very but it was, weird. But it was branded San Antonio. San Antonio's a happening place, but, I mean, things that appeal about San Antonio and the things that appeal about Vancouver, no way Venn diagram. I've only been to San Antonio once, and I think that I was picking up a friend uh, and on my way through across the country, and I think I ended up in just the only cute neighborhood there, because I was like, San Antonio is not the, not so bad after all. I was like, this place is adorable. No, I really dig San Antonio, um, but I'm also a native Texan. They've got a river walk, they have an Alamo, and they have the biggest women on the planet. I have a All very wonderful fun- things. All wonderful things. I have a very fond memory of going to a Texas-themed bar in San Antonio, Texas. Okay? This is like going to an Outback Steakhouse in Sydney. Like, it's way mm-hmm. too over the top. Yeah. And just, like, Lone Star beer, neon everywhere, and too many Texas flags. Well, I go in there and am, I don't know, probably having a Lone Star when... One of the largest Mexican women I've ever seen in my entire life grabs me physically off of the stool I'm sitting on and drags me to the dance floor and puts my into... She was three of me. Like, just this furniture of a woman. Consent! and she takes my to- what 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 amounted to from the top of my head to my middle rib cage and just jammed it between her boobs. Consent! Both of which were larger than me. Oh, gosh. It is such a fond memory. I- I'm sure you handled it graciously. Well, I did. There was no consent involved, nor did there need to be. I could just scream, Dios mio, and I would be <laughs> You would never see a Portland-themed bar in Portland. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what would be really funny if they did, and it would just be the most seethingly ironic place. Yes. Not a smile on anyone there. Well, what are we talking about today? Well, you read a poem about birthday last time called Birthday Snake, and my birthday is coming up pretty soon. That it is. So I'm going to read Dog's Day. (gasps) They could have sung me just one song to kind of, sort of celebrate, 
or left a present on the lawn, a juicy bone, a piece of steak, instead of just one candle on, this lump of dog food on my plate. But no one cares when a dog was born, and this ain't much of a birthday cake. <laughs> and it shows this incredibly forlorn doggo with a drooping birthday hat that looks, because it's drooping, looks more like a Santa hat next to a pile of kibble with a singular candle in it. Now, I have definitely seen people throw birthday parties for dogs that yeah, are... for me, damn right. Far more elaborate than any birthday party I've ever had. Even when I was a kid, the first dog I ever had, which entered the family before I did, it was a stray. And I remember we made up a birthday for it. Yeah, I don't really celebrate Minerva's birthday. I have no idea when it is. Some she people celebrate. Care. Oh, so some people celebrate Gotcha days, but I don't really celebrate oh, yeah. that either because I didn't really choose Minerva. She just kind of happened to me, and it happened over a couple week period. So there was no like definite. This is the day I choose Minerva. There was no such day. It was that Minerva was like, "I live here now. Deal with it." I know my mom celebrates her dog's gotcha day. She has one of those bumper stickers that says, Who rescued who? You know those things. <laughs> Minerva did definitely did not rescue me. Minerva is like a delightful, delightfully funny thorn in my side. That's only fitting. Like if you were to have a familiar, you wouldn't want a nice familiar. <laughs> no. I was trying to think of like, I was thinking when I'm trying to explain Minerva and I'm like, Often I'll be like, oh, this is my terrible cat when I'm introducing her. So, and it's just like, oh, is she not nice? I'm like, well, what is the opposite of nice when it comes to Minerva? And then I decided it was like vindictive or spiteful, probably. Ornery. Oh, she is for sure ornery. But that's good in a cat. It's certainly amusing. You don't want a good cat. Like, what would a good cat even look like? That'd be so boring. Oh, man, I just fostered this one kitty for a couple days. And I had to have him in the kennel in the basement because I can't have adult cats in the main part of my house because of Minerva. Minerva fights them, yeah. <laughs> and he was just the friendliest boy. Like, he, he just wanted you to touch him and touch him and touch him. He just wanted all of the cuddles. When my roommate picked him up, she held him for a moment and she thought he was, he got squirmy and she thought she was, he, that he was trying to escape, but really he was just trying to turn himself into a tight little burrowed circle in her arms. <laughs> just readjust. Yeah, he was just a real sweetie. Uh, and he's up for adoption now at Cat Adoption Team, but by the time this airs, I'm pretty sure he'll <laughs> not, he won't be there. He'll be picked right up. Oh, yeah, no. Anytime someone comes into the shelter, he's going to be like, me, me, love me. They will. Yeah. What is the saddest birthday cake you ever got? Saddest birthday cake? Oh, yeah. um, I don't know about saddest birthday cake, but I had kind of a perverse sense of humor when I was a kid. And I wanted a cat birthday cake, but I wanted it to be a red velvet cake. Ugh, red velvet. God damn it, man. Oh, yeah, but it was if you cut into the cake, it would look like the inside. Well, kind of, you know. I also once made a like a set of ears and a tail for a watermelon. Is that for your birthday? Uh, if I think so, yeah. I think it was the <laughs> same birthday, in fact. Tell me about the worst birthday cake you ever had. 
It's not the worst. It's just one of those things that stopped making sense a while ago. And I understand that people have reservations. You know, it's like COVID hasn't gone away and everything is still occurring and people are still catching COVID. My workplace long ago abandoned masks. I had one colleague who came ill and our manager was like, hey, take that off. You look sick. (laughs) It's like, I am sick. That's not the way to handle that. But then... No, the the thing is, if you think you need that, go home. We'll still do birthday, like communal birthday parties. Uh We're, We're all in one room and everyone's talking. But when it comes time to blow out candles, they don't let people blow on cakes no they like shouldn't communal cakes that was a disgusting thing that we used to do what we should never yeah. do that again and so now we take paper plates and fan yeah, that at sounds them. great so i think my saddest birthday cake was when it was in this situation and they brought in cupcakes which is a very nice thing to do and i got to fan the cupcakes but they didn't bring enough cupcakes for the people who were there and so everyone ended up with like half of a fanned cupcake as birthday cake. <laughs> like no actual wish went into this. There was no magic that I got to transmute through my spit. None, none of the old glory was there. And then everyone ended up with half a cupcake. It was not blessed. It was not blessed. The worst. I used to abuse. I used to abuse the grocery store workers when i found out that you could print an image Uh onto a cake i Uh went raw with that for a number of years tell me about that i went through a very long phase of my life probably about five years where i would only print qr codes on cakes and when scanned they would go to a completely non-sequitur youtube video (laughs) like like it was my birthday cake and you'd scan this it's a white cake with a QR code on it. And you would scan this thing and it always worked perfectly. But it would be like mudkips screaming into each other's mouths. And (laughs) there was one. Did you ever see that Disney series Gravity Falls? Yeah, I liked Gravity Falls. There was this bit where a gnome gets hit in the stomach and vomits rainbows. Well, that was Uh one of the videos that came up on my birthday cake. And but th- this is the opposite of bad birthday cakes. These were the best birthday cakes. Well, I the worst birthday cake I ever made was for my friend uh, when I was experimenting with baking with different types of oils, <laughs> and I decided to use coconut oil. Here's the thing about coconut oil: it's solid at room temperature. <laughs> so t- so this was a cake that had oil chunks throughout it? Well, no, it didn't have oil oh, chunks cuz there wasn't like wasn't like pockets of oil. Like it when I mixed it, it was melted so it mixed all the way in. But the thing is it got it was it just made like a hard stale seeming cake unless you warmed it up. <laughs> Her cat really liked it though. <laughs> Two cats like coconut oil. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also some cats really like cake. I know they're not supposed to be able to taste sugar, but this cat really likes sweet things. I will tell you about my fondest memory birthday cake. I think I was turning nine, if I remember correctly. And like late-ish elementary school, fourth or fifth grade, maybe somewhere in there. And 
I remember this being the first birthday party I had out of the house with my friends. So it's like previously birthday parties had been at someone's house. This was the first birthday I had where it was at a place. And it was at a bowling alley. And the cake, they had fashioned it to look like a WWF, now WWE wrestling ring. Uh Uh-huh. And had taken two action figures and stuck them in the corners as though they were about to have a wrestling match. Okay, yeah. I don't know why, but to this day, I have never been more excited about a birthday cake. Because, like, you could pull the action figures out of the cake and fight with them. That's pretty great. You get cake that and toys. That was amazing! Yeah. And then you got cake! The cake came with action figures! It's like a king cake, but not lame. <laughs> so, the worst hangover breakfast after a birthday party I've ever had was dry birthday cake and plan B. Jesus <laughs> Fucking Christ! <laughs> Story time. <laughs> no, that's really about it. The rest is like just kind of a drunk blur. It was, you know, it was my slut era. My slut <laughs> era was kind of long. <laughs> Someone dumped in you, and then you had to eat stale cake. A broken condom. Oh god damn, that sucks, man. That's amazing. Yeah, it's only happened a couple times in my life, and one of the times the guy had had a vasectomy, so it was just like, you've been tested recently. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fine. Damn, oh, that blows anything I got out of the water. <laughs> I was only, the, it, I talked about my my hungover birthday uh, the, on the last yeah. episode, um, but that was not eventful. I just remember that that breakfast, which was it came at like 4 p.m., was the best food I have ever eaten. Yeah. And it, and it came from the Hoka Hokate, which was the Japanese fast food place up the road. And I remember the taste of that. I got a, I got tonkatsu that day. That tasted like God's own dick. I I am sh- I'm shuddering not because of tonkatsu, but just because I am thinking about if I had drank as much as you had, how hungover and nauseous I would have been the next day. I would have been vomiting bile. To this day, I have never. I I, I will never be that drunk again as long yeah. as I live. Yeah. Like that was that was a game changer for me it's, it's like you, you hear people who's like oh man i blacked out last night how how did you black out last night that's not a thing that normal people do yeah what's your worst birthday i don't have any good stories for my worst birthday like i don't i don't have anything that i could turn into anything that is funny it just involved a whole lot of people who aren't in my life anymore you know yeah at the time, I had a lot of fun, but like looking back, it's like ah, I shouldn't have been there with those people. Hmm. But I can't. But I can't build a narrative around it. Okay. Like it's not something that I could like just it wasn't, change but, into something. So amusing. it wasn't bad at the time. It's just regretful and and re- yeah, retrospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. At, at the time, it was fine, but it's just regretful now. Yeah. Which doesn't make for a funny story. Where no, you know, <laughs> I'm eating really. cake in the shower. <laughs> My worst birthday is is definitely sad. It was uh, I think my twenty sixth birthday when my dad was appeared to be dying of MRSA. Well, actually, he oh, was I begin- remember that. Yeah, he was yeah. beginning. He was beginning to improve at this point, but like vancomycin will do terrible things to your body, and it also makes your brain and 
can affect your emotions and stuff. Plus, I'm sure he was on steroids and things like that as well. Um, then I, he was in a, he was just in a weird mood that day and was just kind of ignoring me. And I dressed cute and was like in his hospital room and he, and like he was watching TV and I kept being like, Dad, why don't we turn the TV off? And he was like, No, I don't. Want, he was like, No, I don't want a TV. Want to watch the TV? Don't you think this is interesting? And then it was like, It's like, well. I, I want you to turn the TV off. And he's like, oh, did you say turn the TV up? And he turned it up. And I was like, dad, it's my birthday. And then he just stopped and looked crestfallen and realized what he had done. But the thing is, that's so unlike my dad, that whole thing. Like that whole interaction was so very much unlike him to not want to pay attention to me. Because, yeah. uh, man, he loved his he loved his girls. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like, I mean, but you, you can't fault him for it. It's like, meds fuck you up. No, he was just fucked up, but it was definitely I definitely visiting your dad in the hospital on your birthday, and he doesn't want to see you, and is being just a jerk. Yeah. It's a bad birthday. It's a bad birthday. That's when all that hip trouble started, eh? Yes. Yeah, that's when he, uh, at this point, he had, he had no hip. Like that yeah, was yeah, when yeah. he that was when he had no bones and like he was missing part of a femur <laughs> because it had gotten so infected that he yeah. did, they just took out the top of his femur the top of his femur and he just had a leg with no bones in it really freaky fucking thing you know like like they can do these days apparently you can do that I didn't know you could I thought you would have to amputate someone's leg before you did that no it turns out you can just have a leg with no bones is it too soon to bring back no bones. <laughs> Rest in peace, no bones. Rest in peace, no bones. He has bones forever now. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> hope he had, doesn't have no bones forever. Uh, he wouldn't care. <laughs> True. Uh, I'll have to bring up my dad for this one because his birthday cakes were always the worst. His favorite birthday cake was the pineapple upside down cake. It's a good cake, as long as it's made well. Uh, these weren't made well. Yeah, if you this get it like was, a sickeningly sweet one, eh. this was the this was the Betty Crocker mix with just the canned pineapple juice dumped from one end to the other, the wettest cake possible. It's shouldn't like that. Be, shouldn't exactly be wet. It should be kind wet, of, like not be, not moist. Hmm. Wet. <laughs> this hmm. is a, yeah. Hmm. Well, there soppy. Is some- there are some good cakes that are wet, like Trace Leches. That's a good wet cake. That is a good wet cake. This didn't taste yeah. like that. No. <laughs> wet ass cake. I'm going to cut that, but... Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's... I am dreading my I... birthday. And in fact, why? one of the reasons why I want to do this poem now is because when my birthday rolls around, I don't want to talk about my birthday. So the reason I don't, I'm dreading my birthday is because I'm turning 39. Yeah. And 39 is a year of extremely bad fortune in my family. Yes. Yes, that's right. Uh, Age 39 is the year in which my biological mother died. And once I cross this threshold, any other birthday from here on out will be older than my mother ever was. And I am terrified. I thought about turning 40 twice for a while. I was like, maybe I can just be like, (laughs) this is my first 40th birthday. And then next year could be my second 40th birthday. But the existential dread is too much. 
and I just want to ignore my birthday and pretend it isn't happening. And yeah, because I feel like being 39 means I'm going to die, like imminently. But also, even if I don't think I'm going to die, just the ideal of my poor mother, like being my age and having to face her mortality like that at the age I am now, like being like, well, I'm, I'm, this is it. I am 39 and I'm going to die. I don't want it. I it's like the existential dread is building. I'm definitely having a fuck ton of nightmares. Uh, and I don't want anything to do with it. So I, 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 I was valiantly going to try to turn 40 twice, but I don't, I, I just can't. On the other hand, let's say my 40th birthday will probably be a celebration because then I will have, have crossed that that threshold and I made it I made it past the I made it past 39. I made it longer than my mother did and uh, I'll probably want to celebrate then, but uh, let's make up for it next year. Let's just say that. Your feelings make a lot of sense and there's nothing good I can say to take that fear away from you. That does feel like an awful lot of pressure for an entire year, though. Well, she didn't make it the entire year. She died, uh, let's see, her birthday was in June, and she died in April. So, uh, maybe maybe towards the end of the year, like, I'll have a different perspective. But I, it's going to be hard for me to not think about it for the entire year. Until, you know, I guess, let's see, April, June, Jul April, May, June... So, you know, two months. Uh, so, like, maybe I'll stop freaking out in, like, March next year. <laughs> Damn. I promise I'll sing send you a good time sync video game. Awesome. That sounds good. I don't mind people doing nice things for my birthday. I just don't want it to be, like, happy birthday or anything like that. If people, like, want to, like, casually do a nice thing that is unrelated to birthdays that's fine <laughs> but let's not i let's won't not bring it up card Don't, yeah no card no birthday songs just like oh that's a cute cat video or you know whatever then you'll get a gift from me that is completely unrelated to your birthday awesome and maybe send it like a bit staggered <laughs> will do someone was like do you want anything for your birthday and i was like look if you want to like drop off a cupcake for no reason somewhere outside of my birthday window that's cool but like just make it feel like it's a random act of kindness <laughs> that's a good coping mechanism i like that yeah well here's your uplifting thought for the week happy spring everybody it's finally here yeah, it feels like it finally. Mm -hmm.